0: A rich man's world. I have turned the soul of this beautiful land, but there. 2 we're gonna do this again episode 8.2 um i fucked up the audio for the last time and uh yeah so but i didn't want to run it back it felt like it might have been too scripted so we gave it 24 hours to sit on it and now we're back this is it's not that funny with your host with the least max um this is episode eight we're jamming along kind of i was i was I was super excited for it yesterday, uh, jacked that up, so that was cool, um, so, real I I'm really excited for it today, uh, I am, I'm actually pretty hyped about this episode, and, uh, mostly because I'm spiteful, and, um, and piece of shit, but we'll get into that a little later, um, I'm gonna go ahead and start this episode just kind of how I always do, let's go ahead and dive in, Fat Camp, How uh, is Fat Camp, Fat camp is slow. It's a it's a drag. Uh, I haven't posted my body on Instagram in a while, and I feel like a fraud, but I'm not. I promise you all will see my disgusting lumps uh, by the end of September. Uh, I wanted to give it a little bit of time, maybe maybe see a little bit more difference. I have been on it a little bit. Uh, last week was my birthday, so you boy had some pizza. And I had some green tamales and fucked my stomach up, but yeah, still losing weight. Um, I think I need to buy a nicer scale. Uh, sometimes I weigh the same, the exact same, and I don't know if that's really possible. Uh, I just feel like there's no way of, of that that's possible. Um, the chat has gone quiet. Communication with Tupo high, high, hyper limited. Uh, haven't heard from that man. I, I, dude, the other day I thought I beat him last week. It was midnight, like 12.05, I was up, and he was short five points, and somehow this dude got five points prior to midnight or whatever, so I didn't get the W, but we did tie, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's tough to talk this much shit, or even, I mean, I talk shit all the time, but for, um, I, I guess everybody to kind of keep up, uh, but yeah, everybody, I think everybody lost weight last week, which is kind of cool, Joe lost weight, which is fucking sick um i've been seeing joe intermittently at the gym when i go for my runs and it's kind of cool because uh sometimes uh we catch eyes and joe me and him will bullshit and then sometimes i'll see him and i know he doesn't see me and i'm like ah he's kind of doing his thing do i go fuck with him or not and then uh sometimes i don't uh you know Joe's like one of my my best friends from back in the day and see see i'm not just weird to, to people i don't know that well i people i'm weird to people i do know because sometimes i'll be like ah, oh, damn if we catch eyes, I'll go bullshit with Joe. If he doesn't catch my, eye and I don't catch his, I'm gonna let the man be. But um, yeah, he's putting in work. He lost weight, which is sick. Uh, that man is that man's on it now. Uh, he wears his Apple Watch for only for workouts, and uh, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Doesn't make any sense, but uh, as much as I like to think I'm an enigma, Joe's in a, in another league. That dude's. That dude's himself i like that uh yeah my boy daniel doing work um he lost weight too yeah everybody's everybody's putting work coupo's been running a shitload of miles and uh that scares me because um we have this 10k coming up in like shit like third 14 days i am not prepared at all uh no dude i honestly i signed up to run a 10k and I'm probably going to walk at least five of the six miles. There's just no way dude's going to obliterate me. It's okay. It's life. Sometimes you lose. Uh, it's only going to happen once, you know? Uh, I mean, even Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I just compared my- Yeah, I did. I did that too. I compared myself to Tom Brady and, um, you're just going to be, you know, my, my, my New York giants for this go around. And, uh, you know, for the for the rest of uh, this competition, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be your Dom Brady, and you're just gonna be Seattle, and that's just how the rest of this competition is gonna go. So this 10K is not mine to not mine to It's mine to lose for sure. no. I don't know how the saying goes. I don't. I hardly hardly know things at all to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for the 10K. Uh, it's coming up on the second. It's gonna be here in Reno. Uh, I've never ran anything like this before. And, um, I don't even know if you can, I don't know if you can go to it. I don't know how these events work really. So if you're in Reno and you want to watch me run, that's weird. And you'd have to keep up with me or just catch me at one point. It's going to be on the 2nd of October. It should be like an hour and a half or some shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's been cool. Uh, I have been losing weight, but it's, it's like I said, it's just so slow. It's so slow. It's almost like nothing's even happening. And then it's so easy to be like, well, considering nothing's happening, uh, let me just eat a bunch of garbage, and but, but then that makes you know you go in the opposite direction if you do that. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how exciting losing weight is. Uh, Tupo made a really good point. He said, um, earlier on in this, he said, and it for those of you who don't know, Tupo has his own podcast. It's called Toots Company. Uh, I I I think it's pretty good. Um, but Tupo made a, made a comment about how the real competition shouldn't be who can lose the most weight in nine months. Um, but it should be who after the nine months of us losing weight, who will be able to not gain the most weight back in six months. And that's a very good point. Um, like, I, like I said, I've been intermittently fat since I was like 15. And it, it, it's so true that it's, it's not how much weight you can lose, but how much can you keep off? And, uh, you know, I lost like 90 pounds in, in, a, in the course of a year one time. And I kept that off for a very long time and I slowly gained weight back. And then next thing you know, you're 30 years old and you're 290 pounds and you're looking at a heart attack before you're 35. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a fun, like, I think I will, I will challenge him once I win this competition and I lose more weight than him. Um, you know, I look better than everybody. I'm I'm shredded. You know, I got dude, I got roots everywhere. Dude, I'm gonna look so fucking good at the end of this nine months that they're gonna think they're gonna say I cheated. It's gonna be the Tom Brady effect. They're gonna they're gonna be like there's no way he can win this much without cheating. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be yeah, I'm gonna be yoked out of my mind. I'm gonna look absolutely stunning, shredded all over, a little bit of loose skin, that's life. I'm going to be running a killer 5K. And then at the end of this, when I obliterate them, I'm going to say, hey, guys, are you guys up for round two? And I'm gonna, and then I'm going to challenge them to Tupo's initial challenge of, I'll see you guys in six months, and I'm going to look better. I'm going to be faster. I'm going to be stronger. And I'm going to be more shredded. And, you know, you guys are going to be freaking roly-poly-olies after the six months. And then I'm gonna get a second dub, and then I'm gonna be cashing out four hundred dollars in a year. Um. So yeah. So I look forward to destroying everybody in that. Uh. But for now, I'm fat. I look like shit, and I can't run very well. So you know, we all we all got a dream, pipe dreams, baby. Um. So I had some a very hilarious happen to me this week. Uh. That you know doesn't happen a lot because I don't. I didn't think people did this. I triggered somebody on Instagram. Now, I imagine a lot of you people probably follow me on Instagram. That's the only reason why you know about this. Um if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at my personal page. It's Enigma Max. And I I all I do is shit post. That's all I do. I I find memes that I think are funny or videos that I think are funny, and then I repost them on my on my story. That's all I do. And then sometimes I post my daughter and uh Robert likes to call me a sick fuck because he's like, I'll post like crazy, ridiculous memes. And then it's a beautiful photo of my family. And he's like, it's just, it's too drastic. You can't do that to people. Uh, But if you don't know me, I I post things I find funny, obscene things all the time. It's just, it's funny. It is funny. And like I said on this podcast, if you don't think it's funny, wait around. You'll find something that you will also laugh at that you probably shouldn't, quotation marks, whatever that means. And um, normally... Uh, people don't ever comment anything to me. Uh, I mean, for the most part, I, I'm I'm very aware. I imagine the majority of people who watch my stories on Instagram watch one, they see there's seven more, and then they just swipe right because why would you? I mean, a lot of times I wouldn't even watch that, but I do because I love shit posts. Um, but yeah, I'm a crackhead who likes to shit post on his personal account, and I guess I can go either way. Uh, you know, my, my future employer is going to be looking at my Instagram and be like, oh, this guy just talks about, you know, fucking cum memes or whatever, you know? And, um, so I posted a video that I thought was hilarious. It was from Tim Dillon. Uh, and if you don't know Tim Dillon, he's, he's extremely hilarious. He's a stand up comedian and he made a funny post about homeless people, about how, uh, uh, for every four hundred thousand dollars he sells them on his merch website, he's gonna donate five dollars to the LA homeless crisis. Now I thought that was absolutely hilarious because it's it's so in your face and real because that is what that's what these companies do already. You know, it just it's it's fucking insane. The only company that's legitimately doing anything at all is Patagonia. A lot of these other companies are full of shit. You know, when they're donating, you know, just, you know, if you're, if you're one of those people who are like, oh, hey, you want to round up at Panda Express to a dollar to uh, save an orphan in need. And you're like, yeah, I do. And then you're like, oh, I fucking did something today. You're a dumbass. All you did was give them a 10 cent tax write off because that, that's what you're doing. You know, so, and you understand that, right? Like that, that 10 cents that you rounded up from 1950, uh, 1990, to $20 for your fucking two plates of orange chicken and your chow mein. That $0.10 cents is is the equivalent of someone saying, I'll donate $5 to a homeless guy if you buy $400,000 of my merch. It's the same thing. Now, why I say this. Someone told me to get fucked. And I, at first, I got mad. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was hilarious. How could you not find it funny? I guess... Homeless people is a sensitive topic uh, for some people, and I thought I thought it was fucking hilarious. I'm like, I don't know how you can find it not funny. And like the meme before that was talking about overdosing on medicine or you know some ridiculous thing. So I'm like, well, that's funny to you, but or not or okay, but this video is outlandish. First thing I was is I was I was mad. I was like, I don't know how you couldn't find that funny. And the second thing was I didn't think people did that anymore. I can't remember the last time that. Anybody on the fucking planet, well it probably happens all the time, or me saw a meme or a funny video and thought, go fuck yourself. That's just not something that crosses my mind. You know what happens when I see something that triggers me or like is attacking me as a person, like, oh, maybe I fall under this category of this this meme is talking about this person. Um like I like in and out. So anybody anybody talks shit about in and out. Guess what? They're talking shit about me. I've never thought in my life, hey, fuck you, dude. Why would I, why? you know, I, I would never reach out to that person on Instagram and tell them to go fuck themselves. Why would you do that? Um, You know, and I and I, I just, I just, I, LOL, and I hearted his, his post because who does that? You know, and I, like I said, I guess homeless people can be a sensitive topic for a lot of people, you know, but I mean, dude, I can laugh at that. I think like 47% of my family's homeless. Like I got like, it, unless you know a homeless person per, personally, don't fucking talk to me. I like this person that I know because my family, like I said, my family, I have family who is is they're homeless people. And you're thinking, Hey Max, why aren't you doing something to help those people? Hey, guess what? They fucking put themselves there. You know, you know, you don't get years and years of government assistance and, all this help and then people give you money your whole life and you wind up in a car anyway with your kid. Hey, Hey, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? You know, that's just, I'm, I, yeah, I can't, I can't help you anymore. Um, yeah. So first off, I guarantee you, the guy that said, go fuck yourself, doesn't even know a person, a homeless person on a personal level. I do. I can make fun of homeless people and how that works. Um, you know, you are a marginalized group so you can make fun of marginalized groups. I know homeless people like that. So guess who's going to make fun of homeless people like that? Me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. But yeah, I just thought it was hilarious because um, I, I just, like I said, I just don't, I don't know who, who does that. Karen's do that. I feel like weird people, you will post a meme and then will take it like, I, I feel like a lot of people, as, as cringy as it sounds, a lot of people don't know how to like take jokes. Um... I also feel like a lot of people have identity, like they have identity politics, identity beliefs. Um, I mean, just like look at dog people, look at um, people who who only drink uh, fucking like black rifle coffee or some, you know, some weird people, people who only like guns. Like I, I people make everything like their personality. And that's just weird to me, whether it's their cause or whether it's, you know, um doing like even doing jujitsu or these cringy fuckers at Planet Fitness bodybuilding or whatever. It's like it's okay to make fun of yourself. It's okay to make fun of serious things. Like it there are serious matters and there are times for, for them to be serious. There's also times for them to make fun of them because the majority of the time you're not doing anything to help the cause. You know? You you got people who complained about um like e waste and then they buy the new apple you know, product every single year. And they just fucking throw their phone into the river. You know, it's like, you you know, you're no, no one's better than nobody. We all suck. We're all crashing this plane together. We're all in it together, you know? So it is what it is. Laugh. Just laugh at homeless people once in a while. You're telling me you've never seen a cracked out homeless person fighting their demons on the corner of 4th Street and that shit didn't make you chuckle? Come on. There's no way you're that uptight. I know I have. Anytime I see someone yelling in public, I instantly, they're going, they're, they're fighting demons. You know, they're fighting the good cause. I mean, they're worn off aliens, demons, you know, they're seeing God They're you know, they're really living, you know, and you got these homeless people who, you know, make hundreds of dollars a day or they have a dog. So they get extra money from white people that drive fucking forerunners or whatever. And it, it's just, it's just crazy to like, you know, like they're off, they're, they're off, um, you know, hands off, hands off homeless people. Hey man, Hey man, fuck you. Fuck you for not liking homeless people. Guess what? You know how many I've had one good encounter with homeless people. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this encounter one time. This is the weirdest fucking thing ever happened. Um, I lived in an apartment complex that was the doors faced inside the building so it was like, uh, you know, it's not easily accessible. Um, and I'm at, I'm home alone. It's like I got I got cold brew by the way. It's fucking eleven fifty at night, and I got cold brew. It is busting. And I used to say busting, busting, ironically, and now I fucking say it seriously. Don't ask me why I say busting, busting, and I mean it. And I I started by not meaning it, and now I do mean it, and I do that with a lot of. Cringy-ass words, and I make them my own. But anyway, I digress. So I used to live in this apartment building, and this is the only positive encounter I've ever had with a homeless person in my entire life. In my entire life, even my homeless family members are the fucking worst people. So I live in this apartment complex, and it's inward-facing. So why would a homeless person ever knock on my door? By the way, there's also four stories and a million doors. It was like me and this homeless guy were meant to meet, and uh, <clears throat> he was uh, he's an older black dude, and he had a fucked up bike, and he knocks on my door, and I'm like, God damn it. Do I answer this? You know, and like, white guilt. Of course, I answer the door. You know, for some reason, this guy's going to be connected to something. He's going to say this this racist-ass white kid didn't answer his door, um, and next thing you know, I'm canceled because I didn't answer the door for, for a, a homeless guy uh, who has, like, this crazy-looking bike. Anyway, so I opened the door for the guy. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, instantly, I'm like, this guy's going to ask me for money at my fucking door. They're going door to door now. That That's what went through my head. I'm like homeless people, are they step to the next level, and now they're going door to door asking for dollars. And at this point in my head, I would rather have that than the Jehovah's Witness trying to tell me I'm going to hell. I'd rather give someone a dollar so they just leave me alone. Um, but that never happens. Uh, this guy doesn't want any money. He says, uh, do you have an extra bike chain? Because mine's all jacked up. And, uh, you know, I don't ride bikes. I absolutely, I don't like, I don't like bicyclists either. That's a whole other topic. Uh, oh, damn. All I, I just don't like anything, apparently. I'm just, I hate everything, apparently. Uh, but I don't, but I do. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I, I definitely 100%, I do not have a bike chain. Like, such a weird request. But I do know how to fix bikes. Uh, so I take a look, and he doesn't need a new bike chain. His shit's all fucked up. You know, it's all jacked. He's got like his sprockets bent back or whatever, and then the gear changers all jacked. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I I guess we I guarantee you we could fix this. Uh, I could fix this with like a screwdriver or whatever. So I go grab, I go grab my tools, and it's just me and this homeless guy on the stairs of my apartment complex. Uh, I'm fixing a bike, you know, and it's like in the middle of the day. It's like the fact that I was even home is a miracle. It's like two o'clock on a Thursday in the afternoon and um you know and i'm just like uh i guess you know i guess i'm just gonna fix this guy's bike and sure should i fix this guy's bike and we get it working and he was his mind was blown and um he's like he's like i just can't imagine i'm like first off how are you a homeless guy and you own a bike and you don't know how to fix it? i feel like homeless people are probably the most crafty people on the planet the fact they're surviving on nothing is beyond me um you know, like these guys don't have anything, and they're just out here. You know, Book of Eliing it away in the twenty second. You know, it's twenty twenty two out here, and these guys are living like it's Book of Eli. Um, so it blew my mind. He didn't know how to fix it, uh, so we fixed it. And I asked him, you know, hey man, I, I know it's hard out here. Do you want anything to drink? And he's like, you know what, I'll take a glass of water. And and you know, all right, let's let's not get carried away. I'm not gonna give you a glass of water. That's just ridiculous. Why would I sit here and wait for the finished glass of water, and then I have to take the glass back and I gotta go wash the glass? Um, so I just give him like I had like five Powerades in my in my fridge, and I just give him like these big ass Powerades, and he, I, I swear to God, yeah, dude, that if if I knew what I looked like when I was a kid when I got an Xbox for Christmas, which by the way got repoed, that's a good story. Should tell that one one day. Um, yeah, I had an Xbox repoed. Um, that's what I imagine he looked like. Um, yeah he was he was super static and uh, he hopped on his little bike and I never saw that guy ever again. And here in Reno, I feel like I see the same homeless people everywhere. I see him all the time. So the fact that I never saw him again, I he might have been God, maybe it was my test, maybe I'm going to heaven and you're all going to hell and I'm not but it was it was pretty incredible. That was the only positive experience I've ever had with a homeless person. Every single other experience I've ever had is either them shitting in front of me like a human shit shitting or uh one time I had this couple uh who I didn't know were homeless because they didn't look homeless and I was going to get food from golden flower which is here in Reno and if you ever want like really good uh v- Vietnamese food it's incredible it's it's my favorite flame broiled pork in Reno it's called golden flower They're, they used to be open forever but I think they close early now they got really good pho and my wife really likes their Thai teas so there you go but I'm going to buy my food or whatever. And these bastards always get you when you're entering a restaurant, you know, and it's like, dude, I'm just, I'm just here to pick up food and go home. You know, like, what if I was a door dasher? You're going to ask a door, like that guy's barely making it. You know, he's got to make 50 runs and you're going to ask that guy for, you know, for five bucks or whatever. This guy doesn't ask me for money. He asked me for directions, him and his wife. And I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm, I know Reno really well. Of course I can give you directions. You know, so I start giving this guy to directions to the the Greyhound bus stop in Sparks, and he's like, "Oh, dude, awesome! Like, you know, you know the city or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, like it's yeah, I I know where I'm going, and like to take this route, and you're good to go." And this guy says, "Hey, man, you got like five bucks? I could have, uh, you know, for when I get there." I'm like, "Well, in my head first off, five bucks isn't gonna get you anywhere. You know, the Greyhound's for sure gonna be like at least a hundred bucks." And I'm like, "Oh, well, no, sorry, I have no cash." Dude, this guy, he I, I might as well just spit in his face. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, what, dude? My head explode? I'm like, what do you mean? Am I kidding you? No, I'm not. And he got pissed off. Him and his wife were so pissed and, and just like, are you kidding me? Like, they were upset with me. And I'm like, now after giving this guy instructions on how to get out of the city, I'm going to have to fight him. I'm like, what kind of s- twisted, like, fucking Jackie Chan movie is this, you know? And I was just... You know, and I was like, man, whatever, you know, screw you or whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna go get my damn food. And I'm like, great. I'm going to have to wait for this guy. You know, he's going to wait for me. when I come out with my damn, my flame-burled pork, I'm going to have to beat the shit out of this guy with my Thai tea in my hand or whatever. Uh, luckily, they, they were bothering someone else when I left. And I'm like, you guys don't need instructions. You guys need money. Why don't you just ask people for money so I can just tell you no. Instead, you like wasted 15 minutes of my time. And I'm giving you elaborate instructions on how to get to the Greyhounds. Like, dude, you're, you're literally wasting my time. You know, and I, I just think it's always so funny. It's like, um, it's like you're mad. Like you're mad at me because I don't have money for you. You know, I, what, you know, like, what are you talking about? Stop, you know, and then, and then, and then i a joke about it. And then I have some asshole in my Instagram, my DMs telling me to go fuck myself. And Hey, mister, guess what? Go fuck yourself. It was funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you probably haven't, that guy hasn't even probably made $400,000 in his life and he, he might've given a homeless guy, maybe a a total in his life. He's probably given out at least a hundred dollars, maybe. So you're not doing any better. You know, uh, you want to help homeless people, give them a home, let them in your house, let them live with you, bathe them. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do shit just like anybody else. That was a one thing I stopped doing. Um, which I don't know if this is a good thing. Or a bad thing. I guess I'll find out. Um. I kind of like back in my Facebook days, like a long time ago, I used to be like a fucking keyboard activist. You know, everything would rile me up. And maybe I don't do this anymore because I'm maybe I'm desensitized, but I'll give you my reasoning. Yeah, everything would rile me up, and I was always down to argue with somebody about something fucked up in the world that I didn't approve of or that they shouldn't approve of or whatever. You know, this was like, like early before Trump days. And then like during the Trump days, I was like always going to war with Trumpers, just fucking battling people for no reason. Like i like I call my grandma a racist. And then I'd go to war with like my uncle or some shit. And then next thing you know, I'm like blocking all my cousins and, you know, I was just, I was sticking it to my family. And it's just a really bad case of identity uh, politics, you know? And if you didn't agree with me, I was going to cut you out of my life. And it was weird, you know? And uh, I started to realize um, I had all these like really strong beliefs, quotation marks, now, some of these things I do believe in, but I'm not actively talking about them all the time because I don't do anything. And I feel like people need to be honest with themselves more. It, you know, like it's cool to to share and show a little support. Um, I do that with a lot of people. Like I know people who have bands, I've bought their merch or, you know, uh, one of the bands that I follow they had a BLM t-shirt and the proceeds went to which turn looking back, that kind of sucks. Cause that guy just bought a gigantic fucking house. Uh, but we didn't know that at the time. Some of the proceeds went to like black lives matter movement. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I could support like that. Right. You know, but like go on the war or whatever, you know, day in, day out for, cause I I, cause I wasn't, I wasn't going to rallies. I wasn't going to marches. I wasn't going to like, I wasn't really like supporting these things. Um, Black Lives Matter is like a little bit later, but like earlier on, like especially with the you know, just with all these movements, you know, and everything would rile me up and then but I wouldn't do shit. You know, I talk about, you know, the fucking straws are killing the turtles and then I'm dude, I'm getting a straw every time when I go to Starbucks and I'm you know, it's like dude, shut the hell up. That was me to myself. You know, so I stopped. I I cut back on a lot of it because it just doesn't make sense, you know. Like I said you can bring awareness to things but there's a point where I'm stressing myself out like and going above and beyond and going to war with people over something I'm not even putting an effort to actually f- to do anything about. And I don't know how people still do that in 2022 like all these fucking Twitter people and all these you know keyboard activists and shit. Like I don't know how everybody hasn't come to realization if you're not about it then don't be about it. You know, and that's not to say like you can't Show your support in the ways you can. It's just to say that don't act like you're, you're, um, ride or die for something that you're totally not ride or die for. It's just weird. Um, it's cringy. Uh, that's a cringy moment in my life. Is, is that it's just like, dude, you know, because you, you, if you asked me at the time, so, oh, so you were downtown, right? Well, marching or whatever. And it's like, uh, no, dude, I was working because, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, like, what the fuck, you know? And then it's like, well, hey, what the hell? But dude, hey, I saw your Facebook. You've been talking about this all week. And it's like, yeah, I know, but I'm a piece of shit. I'm a hypocrite liar. Um, But yeah, I, I still know people like that, man. They want to talk about all this shit and then they just don't do anything for it. And I, I just, I had to stop because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be whack. I feel like way more people need to come to that realization. Um, God damn it. That's a rabbit hole. Hopefully it wasn't. Hopefully I didn't talk too much shit about homeless people. God forbid. You know, they are all not drug addict angels. Um, you know, but they can just exist, I guess. That's fine. Let's move on. Jesus Christ. Um dude, also just PSA. Don't get offended by memes. They're just jokes. They're just jokes. They're not derogatory. Oh, man, I'm kind of upset, though. I did jack my beard up pretty bad. I, um, I'd been growing my beard out since I started losing this, losing weight, and I wanted to look like uh, Forrest Gump at the end of this. I wanted to look like a strung out fucking crackhead uh, with just a huge beard and a jacked up hat and just dirty from running. I wanted to look like a white, like a white David Goggins, but like with hella facial hair is kind of like the the direction I was going in. And then I have no idea how to line my beard up. I have no idea how to cut a beard. Uh, so I tried doing that. And then I completely obliterated my beard. And I, you know, it's like, I don't know why I decided to try and line my beard up at three o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep or whatever. So I'm like, well, I guess I will go clean my beard up. And then I just completely, you know, jack it up to the point where it's like, you know, I'm going to get laughed at by my wife or some shit. So I just cut it all off. And that's, that's a bummer because I do this every time. Every time I grow a damn beard, all I do is I jack it up, or I mess it up horribly, and then I gotta cut it, and I'm like, dude, how come I can never grow a consistent beard? It's because, like, I can't stop fucking with it. Man, I, that pissed me off. Yeah, so now I have no beard. I hate, I hate my damn face. Damn it, I look like a, like a like a fucking, like a kidney bean or something. My face is just, like, round, but like, it goes in weirdly. It's like, if you look at me from the side of my head, I look like a, like a white kidney bean, and it just hate looking at it god damn it i have photos up on my walls and i'm just like dude i would I just want to beat that guy's ass And it but it's me i'm just staring at me it's so ridiculous um but yeah you know speaking of like homeless people you know like i guess like uh like living in a hotel uh, i guess a motel uh so this is funny one time uh i told my wife growing up uh, a couple times in my life i had i had I had to live in a uh at the time, I called it a hotel, uh, and then I explained where I lived, you know, because uh, we lived in a couple of the really shitty motels here in Reno, growing up, we, it was just, sometimes it'd be like that, you know, we are struggling, uh, I was practically homeless or whatever, you know, we weren't, but yeah, you know, living in a motel is about as close as you can get to be homeless without, I mean, it's hardly an address, you know, but um, you know, but I told my wife this is hilarious because she doesn't do this a lot, which I think I think is funny. But uh, I told her, you know, yeah, you know, a couple times I, I had to, we lived in a hotel for a couple months here, and I think we had an extended stay at one for you know six months or some shit like that. You know, it was it happened multiple times in my life, and it wasn't by like choice; it was just by design, it was the way it was. And then I explained to my wife a couple like we drove by one, and oh look, that's one of the hotels I stayed in uh, that we lived in for a while. And my wife's like, babe. That's not a hotel. That's a fucking motel. And I didn't know the difference. And I said, Well, what's the difference between a motel and a hotel? And she's like, A motel you can buy crack at, you know, like that, it looks dangerous. A hotel's like the Western, you know, like the best Western, you know? Well, that's not a really a good example. Some of these motels, six and best Western, look like you could get stabbed outside your door. Like, staying in a hotel is like staying at like uh the peppermill or whatever You know, that's a hotel. And I'm like, well, I didn't stay at those places. I stayed at these shitty ass ones. Like, you stayed at a motel. Like, and, you know, looking back, I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess there's a huge difference. Um, living in a motel is kind of like, so, like, when I would, later on in life, we didn't live in a motel, but my my mom, and my dad was, but my dad still lived in a motel. We'd go visit him, and I was a lot older, and I could kind of understand it. Uh, he lived in the Castaway, which is hilarious, because that place no longer exists. It's completely gone. But... It's weird because like I said, it's like, it's like being homeless, but you're not like, you're barely not homeless. Like one bad week, dude. If you would just like, if you just miss a day of work, you're, you're on the streets. Um, but like living in, I was thinking about this last week I was like living in a motel is about as close to being in prison without actually being in prison that you can get. Uh, it's really weird. Uh, like you all have like your, your cell. Because that's what it is. It's like a studio, but like not a nice one. Uh that you you know, that you all live in. You're let out every morning when you gotta go to work. And uh the majority of the time, like the people are just absolutely insane people. Um, you know, like if you ever drive by like a really shitty motel that people live at, they're not just staying. Uh they're always out on their balconies, right? So, like, my dad, like, his favorite thing to do was him and his his neighbor, they'd go stand on the balcony. It literally looked like they were just on wreck time at in prison, just standing outside their door, waiting for someone to say, all right, lock up. And then my dad had to go back into the studio. Um, he, You also, like, eat like you live in prison. Like, my dad's favorite thing to eat was, like, these bologna, like, spam sandwiches with, like, uh, cheddar, like a, a brick of cheddar. So, like, his fridge would just be Tillamook, Spam. And Coca-Cola and, you know, Miracle Whip. And it was just, it, it's just crazy. Cause it's like looking back, it's like, like the crackhead would roll through to my dad's house, house, room cell. And uh, they talked. So like, you just gotta, like, you just have to talk to meth heads on a daily basis. Cause or else they'll steal your shit or something. And uh, his neighbor was like from New Jersey who growing up, all he would talk about is like having sex with hookers. And all he did was drink Long Island iced teas. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like 14. So I'm, I'm understanding what's going on and I'm kind of grasping this. And look, it, looking back, it's just like, dude, this, that was just a, a madhouse. And, you know, in a way, I'm glad that place is destroyed. You know, there's probably a lot of meth heads out on the street because of that. But, you know, I mean, that's just, it's, it was just crazy. Uh, there was always like very, very loose women walking around. You know what I'm talking about? They always had babies. Uh, they had no men around, and it's like, how are you even affording this hotel? A motel, I can't call it a hotel, but you know, how are you even living here? You know, and it's like, Dad, why are you talking to these people? What's hap- What's going? What's really going on here, brother? Uh, but yeah, you know, we would stay over there on weekends, and it was absolutely insane, and it was just like a complete, like, uh, like, wow, you know, people live like this still, because like growing up when we we did it, it was like. I thought that was just something that happened in like the early 2000s. I not think people still live like that growing up, like when I was a lot older. But yeah, man, that was that was crazy. So technically, I've kind of lived in, I've been in prison. It's just a weird prison that they let you out for a little bit longer, but you definitely have to come back. You know, this one we stayed at uh, for an extended period of time. They had a pool that they filled with concrete. And I just, I thought that was insane. I thought that was crazy. Why would you fill a pool with concrete? But it's, just, it's too expensive to own a pool, I guess. That place is called the Vacation Inn, Vacation Motel, Vacation Inn, and it's over off Center Street. It's an absolute disgusting, disgusting building. You guys should drive by if you live in Reno. Uh shout out number one, like room thirteen or some shit. But yeah, uh, that was that was those were those were good times, it was hilarious times. Because when you live in that, you kind of have no laws as a child. So my activities were like dumpster diving and like throwing rocks at cars. Like that's what we did you know, like who could, who could throw a rock over the railroad and break as many windows as possible? Or what, what shit could you find from an office building dumpster? You know, just weird shit like that. Like you just had no rules at all. Because for one, your parents can't look out the window and see you. You live in a hotel, you're gone, I mean, motel, you're gone, you know, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wild childhood living in, living in a motel like that, just because you could literally do whatever you wanted. And then, you know you have like a scapegoat like they're gonna check every motel room there's no way you just run run long enough from the cops you'll eventually get away that's not advice but i mean it's not wrong just keep running the only time you get caught is when you when you give up and if you don't believe me you should just watch cops those guys just stop running if they would keep running those fucking cops are gonna run out of wind eventually they're not that great shape but yeah Oh my God! Where did the time go? See, I knew I was excited for this one. I was excited for this one, and look, all the time's gone, and now we're running out of time. And guess what? Now I'm gonna go on the questions. This is gonna be it, and we got a whole another week until the next episode. I didn't get very many questions. I asked them uh, yesterday because uh, I jacked up the first episode, and I just kind of needed. I thought I was gonna need more content. Um, <clears throat> I really don't apparently, because you know this ran out forever. Uh, but I guess I'll just answer. I only have a couple questions. Uh this one says, What are your thoughts on Gordon Ryan? Now a lot of people don't know who Gordon Ryan is, but he's the greatest jiu-jitsu martial artist to ever live. This dude completely obliterated everybody in ADCC, which is like the Olympics of Jiu Jitsu. What I think of Gordon Ryan. I think he's batshit crazy. I think a lot of his political views are they're not they're based in this in weirdness. And I think he, he talks a lot, but I mean he makes money by doing so. Uh but I think he's Probably the one of the greatest uh BJJ fighters of all time outside of the gi. And honestly, if he put on a gi, he would fucking obliterate everybody anyway. It's not like all he does is leg locks. The dude choked out, uh, what's his face, fucking Andre or whatever. That's it's it's yeah. He's just uh, he's just he's the goat. He will go down as the greatest of all time. There's no one better than him. I don't give a fuck if your name ends in Gracie or not. You're not better than Gordon Ryan, and that's just facts. Don't tell that to a Brazilian person because they will shit their pants, dude. These guys look up to the Gracies like they're gods. So don't ever say that. You'll you'll have to fight your way out of that conversation. Um, this one says, "How was my birthday? My birthday was last last week. It was really good. Uh, I took the wife and baby out to steakhouse, uh, Western Village. You know, the only place where you can get five star quality restaurant service while the guy in front of you is sitting in cargos and flip flops." eating of $75 steak. It's unlike anything you'll ever experience in your life, eating at the Western Village Steakhouse. Um, And the only reason why those people there is because they get comps from spending way too much money at the casino. But, you know, It's incredible. We went over on Saturday. I watched the fight. Uh, My mother-in-law made uh, tamales. Uh, She made them. I mean, I I wanted pizza plus, but I guess I can't. I'm kind of spoiled, so I get whatever I want. As far as Mexican food goes for my mother in law, but it was still good. We watched the fight, my man GGG lost, Canadi lost against Canelo. Canelo looked really good, so I'm excited about him going forward. And I had a good time. Um, this one is uh, this one says, uh, This is this is a good one. It's a stupid ass question, but it's a good one, I guess. It says, Why is your pee pee so small? And you know, I say that. Hey Papa, I'm 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 a grower, not a shower. So you might have caught me at a bad time. Maybe your angle's wrong. Maybe the question why is your PP so big? You ever thought about that, dude? God damn. And this is my final question before I wrap this shit up because it's a million hours long. If I had to bring six people on a heist, uh who would I bring and why? <clears throat> now, I'm not bringing all six people on a heist because that's too many damn people. But I will have six people involved in a heist. Uh for one, obviously me, I'm running point. You know, I'm just it's just is what it is. I'm gonna have to be the chaos. Or I might be the bad, you know, the bad guy of the group who, who's who's too into shooting civilians or whatever in the in the bank, and everybody's like, dude, what the f-? you weren't supposed to shoot anybody, and it's like, you know, well, all the security guard looked at me wrong or whatever. I might be that guy, but I also might be the guy leading point. Um number one, Robert. I need someone to clean my money. That dude's uh, an accountant. Uh, he's not going to be a part of it inside of it, but once we get the money out, I need someone to wash this money. There's no way. So he's he's obviously on there. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with Joe, my boy Joe. Only because I know Joe can drive. He's also absolutely out of his mind sometimes, and I, and you need that. So we got what's that? Me as three. Um, honestly, I'm bringing my daughter, bro me the baby the wife we're doing you know that's how I'm doing I got the baby in a in a in a front carrier with a mask on and my my girl knows she's a shooter my daughter's a shooter and if you don't believe me put a fake gun in her hand and watch her get to work so my I'm definitely bring my baby in. maybe I'll give her a 22 or something it should just be like my front carry I'll just maybe I'll put her on my back I should just, she'll just have my fucking six, you know, my baby, you know, my little two-year-old daughter with a 22 hand, handgun on my back. I'll give her two. We'll go with Kimbo. It doesn't matter. She's a shooter. Like I said, the wife, cause you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the family tight. Uh, plus, you know, we're just gonna go down together. I just rather, you know, like, uh, what is that? The end of that one movie with, uh, Betty and Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde and Bonnie or whatever. That's how we're gonna go out just fucking dot, 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 dot. just me and her just getting blasted um I didn't really understand what that movie was about when I was a kid I just said uh, why'd they die you know I didn't I didn't know movies could end that way I didn't know things ended that way I thought they you know, all the bad guys always got away but yeah so I got my baby my wife Joe Robert's gonna clean my money um and then my last my last person probably gonna be what is that me Joe Robert my wife my baby. My last person. I got to have some sort of legal representative. I think. Let me think about that. Last one. Yeah, I think we're going to go with that. Some sort of uh legal legality thing. Or you know what? Maybe my father-in-law. I don't know, dude. See, my father-in-law is a tricky one. Probably him. So I can either go with a lawyer. But lawyers talk too much. Or I can go with my father-in-law. I feel like. So my father-in-law is Cool Calm Collective, right? This dude's stone-faced. But I guarantee you when he was young, the man was sickle mode all the time. So I'm bringing my father-in-law because I feel like he still has some of that in him. We're just it's keeping it tight. And uh yeah, we're gonna rob a bank. And that's and probably not gonna get away with it because people rob banks usually don't get away with it. Uh but yeah, I think that was my last question. Uh this was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh also if you didn't, I don't care. Uh maybe you didn't. I feel like a lot of people might not. I feel like a lot of people probably didn't even get this far to be honest with you. Uh, you guys probably got to about the 10th minute of me ranting about homeless people and probably just switch it off. Um, you know, but if, if it's, if it's you know, if, if you're running right now, you're jogging to this or you're in your car and uh, you're just driving around Reno right now, now that it's nice and clear and outside, you got your windows down, you listen to me, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe, maybe you put me on before you go to bed. Maybe you're going to bed right now and maybe I'm ruining it uh but if you're listening i just want to thank you guys for listening thank you guys for keeping up with this um it's easy to not want to do something like this even though i'm doing it and i think it's fun and doing it for myself sometimes i do get caught up in shit just like any other human i'm like ah what does it fucking matter if i do this shit no one really gives a shit uh but i do and you know there are people who do and uh to those that do care and listen uh thank you and i'm gonna keep going uh yeah so this is me signing out it's not that funny podcast Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy And I uh, will catch you guys next week. Bye.